reading again today from Luke 4, verse 1 uh, and 2. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, uh, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. Uh, the rest of the things uh, continue there. And then verse 5 says to 8, then the devil uh, taking him up on a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give you and their glory for this has been delivered to me and I give it to whomsoever I will. Therefore, if you will worship me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Uh, then we quickly turn over to Isaiah 66, where we read in the previous message and installment. Uh, verse 8, who has heard such a thing, who has seen such things, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. I want to uh, speak to my fellow uh, workers and uh, speak to my fellow uh, obedient and those that desire to obey God, uh, the obedient ones uh, of the Most High. I just want to bring encouragement as well as uh, strengthen you uh, through sharing what I, what I really feel we need to understand what we are dealing with, what we are handling, and what we will be encountering along the way. Um, I said in the previous message of uh, yesterday, the 16th of April, and today is 17th of April, 2020, I did say the supposition that Isaiah is telling us here, he is implying that the, the earth um, to be made to bring forth, it's not a tweak of a finger. He, he says, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Uh, so he is indicating to say, it's not a stroll in the park like that but the earth will still give birth but it's not a stroll in the park because there are issues as i did mention yesterday now we when we go back to our first reading in luke chapter 4 we see a particular uh, advanced picture that we, we, we should learn and we should not miss to learn that from the experiences of Jesus the Christ. Because here we go, we, we find Jesus Christ. He has been baptized. 
in water. And um, as he's coming out of the water, the heavens open. Uh, you know, he was praying, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like, a, you know, in bodily shape, like a dove. And uh, God, the father then uh, made the, that famous proclamation. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Um, and then from there he's led by the spirit to the wilderness. And I like the version in Mark, it says to be tempted by the, by the devil, meaning to say, you really haven't broken through um, simply because you are now in God's calling, you are now in God's will, uh, you have received uh, a word from the Lord, you now know um, the, the season and you know where you ought to go and what you ought to do and what you ought to be part of. That's just the beginning. There is still another phase where after the will of God has been revealed to you, uh, to get into the practical implementation of the will of God, you have got to pass through the devil. You have got to, well, the earlier, the sooner you meet him, the better, because if you delay to meet him, he is still there. Uh, there are so many people we, we have, you know, when they start ministry, when they start a new season, they um, all, all they know is breakthroughs, all they know is nice things, they don't know any attack. They don't know any accusation. They don't know any blemish. They don't know anybody hating them. Everything is flowing super, super everything. Um, really war unto you because you, the, you are just postponing uh, the inevitable. You are postponing the day of now meeting the devil as you are on your way to the implementation. So um it's it's a, after revelation after supernatural encounters then the next thing is that you now want the earth to give birth to the encounters that you have met um uh, ask the ask Saul who became Paul he met with Jesus the Christ uh face to face and he came from there of course um on the one part he was blind, but on the other part, he was happy in his spirit and jovial that he has now come to the knowledge of the true Messiah. He has met him. Um, but from there, the next thing was he passed through so many devils on the road to implementation of this calling uh, that he had directly been briefed and commissioned by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. So it was the same with the master, Jesus Christ, that from the Jordan River, he goes out there led by the spirit, not, not tricked by demons, but led by the spirit to the wilderness uh, to be tempted by the devil. And he meets this devil and this devil makes a claim. And that claim is very foundational for us to understand the bulk of the warfare, the bulk of the kind of uh, uh, resistances that we would expect and would encounter and we have to overcome on the road to manifesting a kingdom economy, on the road to manifesting righteous communities, righteous nations, the road to manifesting 
uh, the glorious church, um, the, the, the church that Jesus taught us to pray for uh, and, and to finish the prayer saying, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for that to be manifested, for us to manifest the advent in this earth of a church or the ecclesia that is a kingdom church and a powerful church and glorious church. Thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. We then have to understand that um, um, where was it all along? What is it that was preventing the church from being kingdom-centered? What is it that was preventing the church from being a powerful church? What is it that was holding back the church from being glorious church? What is it that was keeping the church, so many large numbers of the church, over 2 billion people on earth, but centless, dollarless, moneyless, um, and no influence, even in countries where the church itself, the believers would be 70%, 80%, 90%. When it comes to influence, 0% or 2% or 3%. Why is that disparity like that? What is the holding force? What is the, what is the opposition? What is the hindrance? So we will not understand it until we understand uh, places and descriptions like what Luke is writing for us here in his testimony. And this is not just something in a corner of the Bible. Matthew wrote it, Luke wrote it, and Mark also wrote about it. So, now this is the truth. Jesus, on Mark 4, verse 5, the devil took him up on a high mountain so that he might see properly. Because per, per adventure, if you are in the valley, you, you might complain to say, devil, what you are telling me, I didn't see it properly because I was in a valley. He took him onto a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. You remember, these kingdoms of the world it's exactly here on earth. And this is here on earth where this earth must now give birth to kingdom churches, give birth to kingdom body of Christ, kingdom-centered, kingdom-centered businesses, kingdom-centered economy, kingdom pro-Christ kind of order that we want to see everywhere. The devil took Jesus onto the top of the mountains and he showed him what is presently the order that is controlling and occupying the space on earth, which same earth we now are expecting that it must give birth um, during and after this global shutdown. Uh, what has been shut down right now? It's not heaven. It's the earth because God is having to deal with the earth, this world, and make it to conform to what he wants it to become. So the devil having taken him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. 
And the devil said to, to him, then he said, all this authority, all this authority, all this power, all this kingdom, I will give to you. And I will give to you their glory. For this has been delivered to me. And I'll give it to whomsoever I wish. So the devil is saying, the earth, the world has been delivered to me, which means it's in his captivity. This is the context. This is the description. This is the claim. This is some kind of a legal ground that the devil is almost like bouncing and boasting and vehemently thumbing the ground and saying, Hey, I heard a voice announcing you at the Jordan River to say, You are the Son of God, you are the heir of God, which means you want to claim this whole world, you want to claim this earth back to God, back to yourself. You remember? scriptures like psalm 24 verse 1 the earth is the lord's scriptures like um again in 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 many other books of the scriptures the earth is the lord's the earth is the lord's and the fullness of it belongs to the lord now the devil is challenging that straight up front before Jesus Christ. And he is saying to Jesus Christ, no, you have just been told, you have just been told you are the son of God. You are the heir of God. You are the crown prince. Almost like Psalms chapter 8, where it goes on to say, or you know psalm chapter 2 verse 8 the ask of me and, and i'll give you the nations for your inheritance and, and that's the father's proclamation to the son jesus christ ask of ask of me and i will give you nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession because guess what god in the same place psalms chapter 2 he says i have set my king upon my holy hill of zion thou art my son and today i have begotten you then he says ask of me and i'll give you nations so it's a promise to the son now the son has been baptized the son as he comes out of the baptism the heavens open and the heavens proclaim you are my son you are my heir with whom i'm well pleased and the devil immediately pursues this man and the devil meets him and then he challenges him about his his inheritance he says okay you remember the first temptation he said to him if you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, that statement means you are fooling yourself. You are not the son of God. If you are the son of God, turn 
these stones into bread. So the devil is refuting and rebutting the whole proclamation of sonship, the whole commission of sonship, son of God. He's refusing that, says you can't be. You're just, you didn't hear properly. You're just excited and overzealous. Don't know what you ate for breakfast. He's denouncing all that. He's denouncing the voice of the Holy Spirit that spoke openly in the, in the presence of witnesses. The devil is saying, no, it can't be. So don't be surprised when Isaiah comes up and he says, hey, shall the earth be made to give birth, to give birth suddenly in one day, shall the earth, look at what it has had to take God, what it has taken God just for us to be doing what we are doing and speaking what we are speaking. It has had to take God a worldwide shutdown. That's how tough this earth is. That's how tough systems and captors that have captured this earth. That's how tough they are. Sometimes things have to be locked down for God's voice to break through. It's just not easy to birth, to release God's order into the banking system, industrial and industries, industrial systems, agricultural, health, medical, nutrition, spiritual systems of the church to really, really manifest the saints of God that possess the kingdom to really move them out of the four walls and four corners of the church building and to bring them to a place of impact and influence and positive transformation in society and aligning communities with heaven so that the ordinances of heaven might have their dominion in the earth in line with Job 38 verse 33, it's not a stroll in the park. Jesus, he meets it like that. The devil takes him to the high mountain, to the mountain top, so that he can actually see. He's trying to get Jesus to see how much he, devil, is controlling and how zero Jesus is controlling. Isn't this mockery? Isn't this painful? This is why when you look at the church of Jesus Christ, even if you just look at people that just love to do good, I'm not even talking about born again people and what's I'm talking about anybody who just desires to do good. Look at how much they have to go through to produce and to release and to implement the good it's not it's not an easy place to be look at what it took many of them some had to die they had to be killed yeah we'll come to that very soon in the in the next broadcast but right now the devil he says to before talking to him on the high mountain, the devil 
shows him all the kingdoms of the world. The devil showed Jesus Africa. <laughs> the devil started to show Jesus North America, South America, Western Europe, Eastern Europe, Asia, Far East, Middle East, Near East, Pacific, Caribbean, all the islands, Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere. Then he said, do you see this? Then, then he mocked and boasted after that. He said to him, all this authority, earthly authority, earthly control and power, I will give to you. Now, do you see why many people in this world, when they want power, the devil invites them to come and worship him first. The devil invites them to come and covenant with him first. It's the same trickery, temptation and trap. The devil, he says to Jesus, I've got power to give you. I can donate to you some spaces and authority provided you bow down and worship me. I mean, look at these guys. Maybe you don't understand what I'm understanding. You don't see what I'm seeing. The devil is confronting the firstborn son of God. And he is boasting about this. And he is saying, this authority, this power, these dominions, the influence of them, I will give to you. That's why you find people queue. They form queues before the occult. They form queues before the workers of darkness looking for power. They queue up there because the devil promises to say, if you worship me, some are promised. If you sacrifice people, if you, if you sacrifice this, if you do that, yeah, I'll give you. Jesus experienced and encountered that. Now, this is not just about, I'm not just talking about ignorant people. I'm talking about even people who, who go to church. And I'm not talking about some of those extreme gothic things. I'm talking even about just mere worship of the devil through disobeying God. Maybe God right now is saying, put your hands there, support this work. But the devil is saying no to you. Maybe the devil is saying no. If you save and preserve this energy, this time, if you save and preserve this resource, this money, this opportunity, you will have this and you'll have that and you'll have that which I will give you. Of course, he doesn't bluntly and openly telling you, you know, tell you audibly like he did to Jesus to say, I will give you. You'll just come as a thought in your mind to say, oh my God, 
if I if I just drop this, if I just leave this, if I just don't obey God on this, I will become this. I have seen a lot of people whose lives were promising as potential great laborers, great warriors, great valiant people for Christ. They were they had great promises, but guess what? they were swept away they were they were just swept off from the carpet they, they don't even realize how they ended up in the woods they don't realize they don't understand they can't even remember how and when they ended up in the belly of the devil himself because a thought just came to say my god by obeying god by humbling yourself because scripture says humble yourself before the lord and you lift up the, the scripture also says if you humble yourself if you resist the devil submit yourself to god you resist the devil he will flee from you but, but a thought just came to say you lose nothing by just touching you lose nothing by just exalting yourself magnifying yourself making yourself overly high mounted there's nothing there's nothing wrong with yourself being a bold person. God has not given us a spirit of timidity. He has not given us a spirit of foolishness. He has given us a spirit of boldness, spirit of a sound mind, spirit of love. He has given us that, but not at the expense of obeying God, not at the expense of the kingdom of God, which must come. But then the devil throws thoughts. Maybe you need to be fasting right now. Maybe you need to be considering doing a fast to support and to push through the exodus that God is doing. Horizontal exodus, which means increasing the space of influence that must come under God's righteousness in your life and in the lives of your loved ones and the other places that God is taking us, or vertical exodus, where you have overstayed at the same level, grinding the same stuff in the same way, and the devil has not let you go. And now the time has come. God's voice is saying, let my people go. And you are the prime beneficiary. So maybe it requires you to fast so that you, you just commend yourself to God. Fasting doesn't change God. No. It transforms yourself and makes yourself to be blessable, to be usable by God more easily and to be more sensitive to god and for god to come through to you and you don't miss him and his visitations as he comes through to you because he has been around you but because of too much of the flesh and too much flesh domineering the spirit man inside of you you have been consistently missing him but now fasting changes that whole situation maybe i'm not talking about fasting in order to then boast and say my fasting did it no that's not it i'm talking about if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves 
humble themselves. David says, I humbled myself with fasting. So fasting, it's an attitude first and foremost. It's not just denial of yourself in terms of food. It's, food, food is just the outward, but there must be the inward attitude. There are so many people who fast, but they are not worshiping God by that fasting. There are many people who fast because they just want to sleep. They want to control their cholesterol levels, and they fast. Doctors can even tell you to fast. No, 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 no. Well, not as an act of worship. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your attitude. So Jesus, he is in this place, and the devil is boasting. He's saying, guess what? I'm in charge. If, if you didn't know, I'm in charge here in the, on earth. I'm the one in control. The devil says to him, all this authority I'll give to you and their glory for this has been delivered to me and I give it to whomsoever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, all will be yours. Now, he, he says this was delivered to me. You know the story, how he tricked Adam and Eve at the beginning in chapter 3 of Genesis. And Adam, we had, we had been given all the dominion and authority over the whole earth, the whole world, according to Genesis 1, verse 26 to 28. Adam had been left in charge even of naming a lot of the animals, according to Genesis 2, verse, verse 19. It was Adam naming things. Adam was naming things, and he even named his wife to woman, Eve was named by Adam. Adam said, this is my woman. This is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. It was Adam. Authority was given to him. And he lost everything. When now he listened to counsel that had not come from God, it had come from the devil, said, did God say, did God say, and he went on, God knows, God lied to you, because God knows that the day you shall eat of this fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, your eyes shall be opened, you shall be like God. You see, devil is a master promiser who makes promises about promotion, makes promises about greatness, makes promises that if you can be proud a little bit like I am, uh, 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 then you, you know you'll be as, as, as powerful. That's the devil. Cast him out. Submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Some of it takes fasting. Remember the disciples, they failed to cast out one demon. And finally, they came to Jesus and they asked him, they said, why, didn't, why couldn't we cast out this one? And Jesus said, yeah, well, because of your lack of faith. But then Jesus went on to say, ah, but this kind does not go easily. It's not a stroll in the park. This kind does not go except by prayer and fasting, prayer and humbling yourself humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God, then you can resist certain levels of devils and they'll flee from you. In the end, we know even the story with Jesus here. 
in the end, the devil left him as he was humbling himself under the word of God, under the spirit of God and obeying God with fasting. The devil finally left him. He departed from him and left and went, waiting to reappear and rebounce at another point. We know how he reappeared on the night of the crucifixion, the betrayal and crucifixion, and how subsequently he was defeated by the same crucifixion, by the blood of Jesus that was shed at Calvary, where every handwriting that was written against us was blotted out by that blood, the blood of the mediator, Jesus Christ, the blood that today speaks better things than the blood of Abel. That blood is available to us. I said it before that, especially during this month of Abib, during this month of Nisan, during this month of the Pascha, the Passover, during this month, there is the downpour. There is a memorial that is standing to deliver people. There is a memorial that is standing. We don't go into this warfare by our own strength. We go in by the blood. We also don't go in by the position that they were going in to to engage Satan in the Old Testament, we go in by a new and a holy way which is higher than the heavens because the high priest Jesus Christ was made the high priest of the, of the house of God. And this high priest without sin, without iniquity is one such who was suitable, who was required, who was necessary for us to, ha to have him so that when we come before before the throne of grace, the throne of mercy, in the name of Jesus Christ, he will therefore be ever living to make intercession for us, and he is therefore able to save to the uttermost all those who come to God by him. For we died with him, we were buried with him in baptism, we rose up together with him, we were ascended together, we were taken up to the above all principalities and powers we are seated with him together in heavenly places above principalities and powers and it is from that position of dominion authority and power that we can then be able to speak against this same devil and say to him get away from me devil for it is written the kingdoms of this world are the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. The kingdoms of this world have become, the kingdoms of this world must become. It must be from that position of rulership, from that position of authority, from that position, not position of false humility. Even when you are fasting, don't try to do self-righteousness. The fasting must be because you trust God. It must be because we are fasting, because we are already victorious. We are fasting so that we can connect to our victory. We are not fasting in order to overcome. We are fasting in order that we might accurately acquire and appropriate and receive and apply the victory that was attained for us at Calvary. This is the attitude that we ought to be having. And so right now, I am speaking 
And I'm encouraging all of us, wherever we are, wherever we are located, to say, the time has come. The time has come. God is on our side. The, the hosts of heaven, the angels of heaven, are all over this place, all over the world, running through. The eyes of the Lord are running through, up and down, back and forth in the earth, to and fro, looking for those whose hearts are loving God so that he can show himself strong on their behalf. May you be one of those that God will show himself strong on your behalf. And you will be able to answer back the devil and say, get away from where you have been capturing, where you have been occupying, where you have been controlling for all these years. Get away, the time has come. Sons of God have now been birthed. Sons of God have now been manifested. Begin to speak to every part of the earth. Begin to speak to every part of the earth to vomit out servants of God that it was swallowing. Every part of the, part of the earth must give up resources must give up territories in the name of jesus we are continuing make sure you continue to connect with this word because after the current crisis of shutdowns and economic meltdowns there is going to be a major shift and that shift we cannot hand over this earth this world we cannot hand over our families, hand over the church of Jesus Christ to devils, handing over territories, economies, and businesses anymore to devils again. Under this situation, it is today that we must speak the command. It is today that we must network and weave and design and produce the architectures that will transfer systems of this world, people of this world, territories of this world, churches of this world, saints of God, God-loving people, including innocent people of this world, transfer everything from the powers of darkness to the kingdom of our Lord and his dear son, as per Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Connect with us because we are networking worldwide in every continent, country, region, city, community, church, business, government platforms, parliaments, yes, legislative, judiciary places, all these places, the kingdoms of this world must become the places of God's righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Connect with us on WhatsApp platform and we'll link you to the various implementation portals and groups and platforms because this is not just academic, this is not theory, this is the kingdom time. Connect with us on WhatsApp platform plus 263. Double seven two four three four one zero four. God richly bless you.